The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit asmconline.org. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Repete, Repel Tamales. Again, this month has been a debacle. We apologize for always zooming it in. I promise it has nothing to do with the gas price. Um, soon you will find out, but there's been like a lot of moving parts this entire month. But thank you guys for bearing with us. Um, I can't see you folks, but hey, y'all look good tuning in to the number one motherfucking show in the land. I'm your host, Chingo Bling. We got DJ, producer, Big Rob in the building. What it do? Yeah. All the all the papas. Uh, how are you, man? Good, brother. I'm headed to Denver, Colorado. To well, I guess when this will be tonight. Be, <clears throat> tonight, tomorrow, Denver Improv. Come through. Get your last minute tickets. Chingobling.com. Uh, you might get sold out if you try to walk up. Uh, after that, I believe we have Oklahoma City on July 28th. I believe, but. Um, a lot of my kids' birthdays are either like just happened, about to happen. <laughs> they're getting old, so man. They're growing up fast. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're getting big. Penny just turned four. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, man. So legalized freedom tour coming in hot. Um, shout out to our distribution partners over at rockfin.com, R-O-K-F-I-N.com, forward slash red pill tamales. So, getting right into it, um, we talked about a lot of things on what was yesterday's episode. It was an extremely uh, lengthy episode. We put Wednesdays and Thursdays together, gave you guys a 90-minute episode. Uh, we'll get back on, like Chingo said, regular schedule next week, back in studio, get everything set up. But, um, you know, we were talking about the, the 4chan leak, and I came to find out today that the transcript that the White House had later released had that little line. They, they actually inserted, say the line again. But it wasn't say the line again originally. Huh. So it, it so that way that it, the transcript made it seem like Joe was supposed to read say the line uh, say the line again or whatever or let me say the line again was how it was phrased. But he just read yeah. say the line again. Yeah. So basically, they're trying to cover for his gaffe, right? Basically. Yeah, they are. But it's it's coming from like this is the official transcript of the White House, motherfuckers, and they're just lying to you. Hey, right now it's damage control, man. Um, did you see Byron go off on a reporter or somebody who was like, hey, uh, I heard they don't want you to run again. He's like, hey, pal, here's yeah. the deal. Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. 92% of Democrats say they vote for me. 92% of Democrats say they're going to vote for me again. Uh, no, Mr. Biden, Joe, no. They, uh, the, the poll actually said nobody wants you to run again and that they would not vote for you today, tomorrow, or at all. He's doing such a bad job, bro. I, I just wonder if people start to be like, you know what? I think they lied to me and made me hate Trump. And they just assigned all these opinions to me and made it seem like the world was in a crisis. But really, the economy was was booming. And uh, Trumpitas was getting everybody in check, like getting us out of those uh, green communism deals, the uh, Paris Climate Accord. <clears throat> so we're going to... 
we, all, all of them, right? You know, we we list them all the time, but I, I feel like as news listeners come on, if they haven't heard it, you know, phrase the way that you phrase it and just list them all, you need to do that from time to time so that they later go and like look it up for themselves. But I was going to say, I'm going to jump between uh, Discord questions and, and uh, stories from, from the day and from yesterday. Um, and since we're on the subject, Stevie Capone asks, do you think all these Hunter Biden links, leaks and whatnot will finally catch up with Joe Biden? Question mark. If so, how long do you think it'll take? <clears throat> I'll let you answer that first. Do you think this is actually going to come back on him in any negative way? Well, you know, the bots, the bots are doing their job. They, they, they're programmed to be like, tell me what office of the government Hunter Biden holds. You know what I'm saying? They, they um, les gusta disimular. <clears throat> they try to deflect. Um, you have Google in on it where you try to Google like Hunter Biden 4chan or something. And they're just like, wow, <laughs> wow, sorry. Normally we've scoured the Internet already and we would have presented you pages and pages of results. But right now we just can't, you know, the story's just moving so fast that it's hard to produce any results. Uh, it, yeah, exactly. And uh when you when you think about Hunter and Joe and all the things that we've already known, like we've known since the 2020 election, all the stuff that, were, that was hidden initially right by the New York Post, and then to now, you see the comments on Twitter, which are probably bots, like you said, who are like, what human, what human in their right mind is concerned about a Hunter Biden laptop when we have the January 6th committee going on right now? And you read that and you're like, well, you're no, there's no way you're a real person. Well, speak, yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of um, January 6th committees, so a couple things. I don't know if you saw, sorry to jump around because you probably have it on your list, <clears throat> but AOC stood on the Capitol steps and pretty much like admitted that it was an inside job. She's like, we didn't really do a thorough investigation and they all just swept it under the rug. But like, apparently a lot of people were in, it, in on it and we still don't know who was and who wasn't. So we don't know who's safe and who ain't. And she was probably trying to make it seem like it's a whole bunch of little Trump or white supremacists working up here that let the motherfuckers in. That's probably what she meant. But I'm not a mind reader. But the way it came uh, out, the way it came out was is her like almost like she was oblivious to it. Like they were in on it, you know, and we don't know who was in on it or whatever, whatever. She basically was saying the quiet part out loud. Like the rest of the Dems are probably like, bitch, shut up. We're trying to run. We're trying to run this play where we go back to the old way of things, which is just rhinos and the uniparty, and we get these damn populists, you know, MAGA, ultra MAGA disciples, MAGA gang people out the way. Speaking of saying the part out loud, you saw the John Bolton clip, right? Talk yeah. about the part out loud. And it's funny because the article I have, one of them pulled up is uh, what John Bolton gets wrong about coup attempts and Donald Trump. So this guy from, C- this is from CNN Politics, uh, Chris Saliza, uh, Saliza, Saliza, whatever, just goes on and lists all the, the top hits, right? You know, uh, Trump said not to get security. Trump tried to call the Georgia governor and ask for 11,000 votes and all the, all the greatest hits, right? But when you watch the clip, you know, the important part here is him saying out loud that, like, you know, I've been part of planning, you know, coup d'etat. Not here, obviously, in other places. And then the long, if you if you didn't see the full clip, uh, listeners, it's like a four or five minute clip where he talks about Venezuela. He's like, I guess he wrote about it in a book. And uh, Jake Tapper is just kind of like trying to push him about it and ask him, which also he starts the whole thing with like, I have to gr- disagree with you there. Uh, you know, you don't have to be, uh, what does he say? You don't have to be extremely intelligent in order to do what Donald Trump did. 
Well, yeah, it, it's like he set up this Bolton person. Um, and I'm going to ask you in a minute, like, was he a never Trumper? And who, who was that Bolton guy again? But um, <clears throat> but basically Tapper was like, I don't think you got to be that smart to do a coup, to plan a coup. And then the dude's like, oh, it's a lot harder than you think, buddy boy. Oh, I've done a whole bunch of coups. <laughs> and then real quick, he, he almost kind of like, he almost glances at the camera like an office skit where he's like, like, oh, shit, I wasn't supposed to say that. But instead, he kind of just, like, moves and is like, but not not here, you know, like, other places, other places. But um, he was the national, he was one of, or the national security advisor under Trump, I believe. Was and, uh, he a Trump appointed? Um, I don't know. It's, he was an American attorney diplomat. Uh, he's a consultant and ex-security uh, advisor. I don't know, because in the full clip also, he, he does, you know, it was either him or Jake Tapper where they're talking about uh, everybody that Trump was associated with. They called him misfits. I don't think it was him. I think it was Jake Tapper or someone else where, you know, they, they reference, uh, was it Sidney Powell and, you know, a bunch of these other people that were, you know, egging on what they call the big lie or whatever the fuck they call it these days. Hey, speaking of J6, did you see how New York Times tried to cover for Ray Epps? No. <clears throat> so there's a thread. If you go on Twitter, um, at Darren Beatty. Yeah. I don't know. Beatty, Beatty, the dude from Revolver.news. Uh, and um, he has a thread on there where he's basically saying, like, this is super important, you know, just like all the um, anomalies. Like, why is it that? This fool was on the FBI wanted list for a little bit, and then he wasn't. And why is it that there's tons of video of him saying, like, we need to go up in the Capitol. We need to go in the Capitol. And y'all didn't want to interview him or detain him. And all of a sudden, y'all praising him. Out of all the insurrection Jan Sixers, right, that's the one y'all wrote a puff piece on, the same one that conservatives and, and people on the right, I guess, are saying, like, this dude's a fed. This shit was a fed surrection. They've gone on his land to try to question him in Arizona. And and then the NY, uh, NY Times puff piece, they try to paint him <clears throat> as this big Trump supporter. And he that fool traveled from Arizona to D.C. And he didn't even go to the Trump speech. He was over there trying to rally people up to go in the building. Damn, that's crazy. Revolver, if you guys don't frequent Revolver, it's a pretty good aggregate for a lot of the stories that you're not, you're not going to find anywhere else. It's, it's kind of one of those... Um, uh, needle in a haystack kind of websites that you know um, war room war room is a great way to talk about them but some of these stories you won't see unless you go to revolver that is the end of today's teaser what's going on everybody we have a new distribution partner you've heard us mention it earlier in the week rockfin.com forward slash red pill tamales that means you have two options of signing up to get premium content from rpt it's patreon.com or rockfin.com that's r-o-k-f-i-n.com forward slash red pill tamales to get all of your premium content 